This episode is brought to you by Empower. While Empower can't tell you who to start at running back each week, they can help you tackle your money questions. Can you retire early? What's your net worth? Will you be able to afford your child's education? With Empower's real-time dashboard and real live conversations, you can get clarity on your real-life financial goals. Join 18 million Americans and Empower What's Next. To start today, visit Empower.com. Welcome to the Fantasy Footballers Podcast with your hosts, Andy Holloway, Jason Moore, and Mike Wright. Oh, welcome in. Oh. Okay, okay. Someone's excited for June. <laughs> welcome in, one and all. It's a man powered by the infernal necromatic <laughs> powers of... I don't know, what are you doing, Diablo? Uh, what are you I doing that game? You just scurry through hell. I, I mean, mean you, just, just, you just kill demons, right? I you're, may you're powered up once again jumped into the fray I did the did you see was, the tweet the tweet was very funny that was actually sent to me by my uh my sister's boyfriend because I played video games with him okay um and uh he was making fun of the fact that I have you know you know like a spouse and kids and responsibilities and we were try- making I, fun of huh well I mean <laughs> this is this is a uh, husband material here I mean, I think Does your sister a, know this? I think this is in his plans, maybe, but right now his priority is Diablo 4. <laughs> and he has the luxury of it. Be, I mean, we were all young once. It's a long time ago. I mean, we, we've we even gone from the part where Mike used to play a lot of video games. Yeah. Then you used to buy a lot of video oh. games and leave them in their shrink wrap. Yeah, yep. And now I don't know if you even buy them and keep them oh. in the shrink wrap anymore. No, I don't keep them in the shrink wrap. I I shrink wrap i keep them nice and tidy on my hard drive they're there just in case i need them other folks <laughs> who were not playing diablo like i was i mean this is gonna be short-lived i'm gonna crack out right and then be threatened with some consequences in my marriage and then we'll move on uh but no most people were probably using the UDK this past weekend because it did yeah. release on june 1st and so hopefully you're enjoying that um our team very proud of the work put into it um, it's come out that we have the equivalent uh, word count of uh, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. That's okay. the amount of original content nice. in the UDK to go along with the player profile videos, um, to go along with sleepers, breakouts, bus, lots of different stuff. So you can check that out. It is available now, everything, not yep. just the UDK Plus, the full UDK, ultimatedraftkit.com. We also, uh, go well, ahead, the, Mike. The, say the, the draft analyzer is July 1st. I just don't want... That I, is true. I mean, yes. you said everything. Yeah, yeah, I'd lie. Uh, I meant the, the UDK and the UDK Plus. There we go. Thank you, Mike. The, and then the draft yeah. analyzer hits July 1st. There we go. Okay, sorry. I lied. Also out, Street Fighter Six. <laughs> That's what I was doing. Uh, were you really? Heck <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, you're playing video I'm games. I'm back, baby. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Midlife A couple crisis. of young men over here. Yeah. Um, you were fixing a flat tire like a real man. Yeah. How'd that go? It, I guess it worked. Did your did your phone make the proper call? No, no my my hands had to tear away parts of tires and wait, you had to do it. Yeah, and I did it, and we drove home. And but you did call Al Borland. Oh yeah, I can't do it on my own. Al was there for me to support me, send me videos of how to do this. Stuff. Oh, did he send you some tutorials? Oh, of course. <laughs> Thank he, you, Al. Did he you rip up it, his man. own car in order to uh, to display it for you? Mm-hmm. Wow. That's, Al, he's Al a real is, man. Al yes. is a very selfless man, genuinely. Shout out to Deucer's Alley this morning. Yeah, thank you. Um, Justin Jefferson signed jersey. We're giving it away? We've given it away. The giveaway is over. Uh, congratulations. <laughs> we're, to, I, we're having no, a hard time look, today. Your brain is somewhere. Mine is somewhere. I didn't even have lunch. <laughs> oh, man. Um, Power through. Nicholas Barbary. Congratulations. You've won a Justin Jefferson Signed jersey. We'll make sure Papa Josh gets that in the mail to you. And congratulations. We'll do some more giveaways here soon. That was a big one. Yes, it was. Justin Jefferson. Uh, the website, thefantasyfootballers.com, all the rankings for 2023, they're up there. And uh, we're working on a start-sit tool for your drafts. That'll come out here soon, be available to everybody. 
and uh, lots going on. So you can follow us on socials. What do we call that? Because uh, like it's not start set. Yeah, it's who, do I, it's who do I draft? That's not that's not flashy. You need something shorter. Yeah, start sit tool draft plus <laughs> draft. Who? We'll get, we'll put question that, mark. We'll get that in the workshop. Jason, you're contributing very little to this discussion. <laughs> I'm just here for the show, man. <laughs> oh man. Uh, quick question of the day from Twitter: If you miss out on an early elite tight end in drafts, are you willing to take two at the end? So this is a redraft question. Yeah, two bad tight ends do not equal one good <laughs> yeah. tight end. Yeah, you don't get to play them both. No, I. there's no situation where I'm doing that. You're going to – who you're going to draft at the end is someone that you think has a little bit of upside. Uh, I've got some names that I would target. I like – uh, David Njoku, I like Greg Dulcich. Those are two kind of later guys that I'm 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 happy to walk away with. I hope they could turn into something. Neither one will, um, because all tight ends suck outside of the top few, and then I'll stream off of the waivers. But grabbing two, thinking like I'm just I'm gonna double my odds at one of them hitting, is a waste of well, a they, roster spot for a running back or a wide receiver that actually could you're, hit. You're absolutely right, and one of those guys can go ahead and do that. On the waiver wire, and then you can go bid on it. Yep. You know, th there's going to be some lottery being played in the waiver wire, and you're going to have, I mean, week one, prediction. Tight ends that will do nothing from weeks two through 17. There will be some that do something fantastic week one. And God save us all if it's Dalton Kincaid. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, if, 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 if it's Dalton Kincaid, there's going to be people – dropping serious fab i mean like 75 percent. people will get out of control uh my answer to this question it's it's probably david njoku uh, and it's when i'm looking at tight ends here i it's what is the story what is the path for this tight end to hopefully become the number two option on their team because asking for them to be the number one option is that's just it's too much don't do that to yourself the number two option and it's like well there's amari cooper and no one else. And, and it worked out in stretches for Njoku last year. We'll see if uh, Deshaun Watson, a.k.a. Voldemort, can learn remember how to play quarterback. That will certainly help. Uh, I think the mute that's, is... That's why Chig is on yeah, the oh, list yes. for me because Chig Aconquo looks like an easy pass yes. to the number two option where some good news about Traylon Burks recently. I don't know if you saw that, but um, Chig seems like he has an opportunity to be that. You brought up uh, you brought up Pat Fryermuth. Yeah, because I was the, like the the path to the Muth being the number two option for Pittsburgh. It still exists to me. I know that it's like uh, George Pickens highlight videos galore, makes incredible catches all the time. Was strangely underutilized, but maybe that's just how the Steelers see him. And, and the Fryermuth, if if Muth had just added, I don't know, three touchdowns because Kenny Pickett was was not able to do that last year if Muth had added three touchdowns last year he would not be yeah where being was he drafted in? as the tight end 10 he's in the 700s in yards I'll go yeah I'll go vet his numbers um I think he was up there so I mean you're right it, that was kind of one of those areas where probably not noticed due to the the sludge that was that offense yeah you need to have you need to have touchdowns so Friar Muth uh, let's see 732 yards yeah so Friar Muth had the sixth most targets uh, he had the six most yards, but he only had two touchdowns. So you just, you just seriously, you just bumped that up to five and that's a huge difference. Let's talk news. News and notes from around the league. I mean, I, I, I am hesitant to call this a Dalvin cook update. Oh man. It's just Minnesota Dalvin cook by day, Minnesota. I'm, we're, well into we're well into June, Mike. Um, Latest reports, he's cleared to start training camp, shoulder surgery. He's been training in South Florida. Um, a report came out earlier today that a trade between the Dolphins and the Vikings back in March was extremely close. Uh, but had they done the trade back then, Minnesota would have shouldered more of the financial burden of Dalvin Cook's contract, so maybe that's why they kept holding off. We, we hear all sorts of things about when this was moves. that? Back in March? Yeah. So pre Devon A chain. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, I don't think that's going to stop. They, no, they still seem interested. Getting, if, if they want, if they want Dalvin Cook, drafting Devon A chain in the third is not going to stop them. I agree. I agree. And it, um, 
what's wild though is it's June sixth, and uh, at least while we're recording this, he's still a Viking. Yep. And um, you know, we we also thought Hopkins would still be a Cardinal for a while there, and it changes quickly, so that could happen. But um, I think that the the fact that he's cleared to start training, I think that's probably a big deal. The other bit of news here, we got a little hype train news, I guess. I think this is important to keep Mike in his Mike in place. You know, just don't let him get this Troutman crap going too quickly in uh, in Denver. But Sean Payton team is starting to develop. Greg Dulcich, unique skill set. They called him a joker. If you read the Denver article about it, traits in the passing game, uh, get mismatches, use them in the passing game. I mean, we saw it on film last year. He's a very, very yes. talented tight end. And that was as a rookie when, you know, rookie tight ends don't do much. Five of his ten games, he had over eight fantasy points. This is why when I'm looking at, you know, who's that young tight end that might take the next step that you're always hopeful for, Greg Dulcich is, is my late-round pick. And then Traylon Burks, I mentioned it, favorite target of Ryan Tannehill at OTAs. Also, that sentence would have worked out well if, if you said it was his only target at OTAs. Yeah, he's the only person there. Um, no other news. Brooks, you got anything? Nothing. You doing okay over there, Al? Doing great. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> Good. I was Good. typing. I had to get my hands I off. just trying to give Deucer's Alley its day in the sun over here. Nobody's doing it. Mm. Okay. Wow. All right. <laughs> Thanks, Brooks. Um, all right. We have a keep trade cut episode today. What I was trying to do for those listening at home. Yeah. Was throw the camera over to Inducer's Alley. Brooks yeah. is Brooks, and I Brooks don't know why no. he won't do it. Is he, oh, there, there, there we go. Look at that. Are Somehow you, I wasn't following. Are you embarrassed of some some way of your appearance today, Brooks, or something? Going Always on? because you Always. look yeah. you look great. I get that. I like the backwards hat. You're looking mean. And the reason I wanted to throw it over there is we have another face over Inducer's Alley. The Borgogan is not in his normal spot. We don't really know where he is. We've been looking everywhere, guys. He's in the upside down. Uh, but we do have another face over there, Justin Rapp, who is now a part of this team, is sitting in the third seat, social media extraordinaire. And I think he needs a nickname. I just don't oh, know what it is. Oh. I just don't but know those, what it is. Those have to come naturally. Yes. Well, I just thought that maybe the Footlands could provide oh, for some sure. ideas. Right now, I mean, we call him Rap. Yep. That's all we got. <laughs> That's all we got. Rap tap tapping. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see what they come up with. You guys ready to uh, get into our keep trade cut? Let's go. Keep trade cut. All right. These are tough. I hope you brought your brain, Jason. Oh, I'm here. Yeah. Keep trade cut decisions for 2023 redraft. Here we go. T. Higgins, Jalen Waddle, Devontae Smith. Congrats so, to Mr. Devontae Smith. Did you see his his update? I did on not. On social media? What happened? Expecting a new little one. Oh, yeah. congratulations. Also, kind of not the kind of, uh, what would you call those photos? If it's you and uh, I guess the maternity photos, right? Sure. A maternity shoot? He is, I mean, it's, it's a beautiful kitchen they're standing in. And... She's beautiful, glowing the belly. Right. He's got no shirt on. I mean, this is the most stylish maternity photo I've ever seen yeah. in my life. I imagine that that it's, he is super shredded. Yeah. He, yeah. He is. Yeah. I mean, it's just look look at yourself in the mirror and say, "Were I particularly shredded at the time of the maternity shoot? I guess I would. Do. I have yeah. a shirt on? Yeah, that's no, fair. That's no, fair. I would not. No. Yeah. I may not have pants on." <laughs> And then, and then my wife may not be in the shoot, and it might just be me taking pictures of myself in my briefs. A maternity shoot <laughs> yes. is Mike in his briefs. Um, but only if I'm shredded. Yeah, I get it. No, uh, T. Higgins, Jalen Waddle, Devontae Smith. This is these this trifecta yeah. of young wide receivers. They they kind of naturally belong together right you have of course the wide receiver two on their team right you have uh, Tyreek and and Jamar Chase and AJ Brown um do, do you think that feels bad for like for Higgins I don't know because like I mean 
I, I have to believe that T. Higgins watches Jamar Chase play football and goes, yeah, I, I get that, that guy. He's, like, he, get he's, it. he's better than me, but he's, he's the young one. Yeah. Mean, meanwhile, all these other two players, it's the veteran who is the true number one on the team. Devontae Smith was the number 10 pick in the draft. Yes. It, and Jalen Waddle was what? Five? Six? Uh, five or six. Plus? I don't remember. Something that Kyle would tell us. Yeah, oh, it's number six. six. It's six. Um, those two guys, I think it would feel worse for. Heisman winner, number 10 pick. Jalen Waddle, number six pick. T. Higgins wasn't a first rounder, right? Correct. Second rounder. Yeah, you can handle second round, second I'm, on your team. I'm just saying that that would like if, when if a guy comes in in week one of his rookie year, you go, oh crap, that guy's better than me already. So let's go t keep trade cut T. Higgins, Jalen Waddle, Devontae Smith, but let's also talk about ceilings because um, are they the same for these three guys, or does does one of them have the potential to finish well above the other two? Uh, you know, when I look at the ceiling of these three guys, I think Jalen Waddle has easily the highest to me he has a skill set that you know he when when this team puts him in a situation where he can catch and run unlike what he had his rookie season I mean there's there's a the amount of big plays this guy could end up with 10 touchdowns and zero that were targeted in the end zone uh, that's just kind of the athletic talent and I, I also think it's very difficult to guard the speed that the Dolphins have if Tua is healthy and is what we saw the first half of last year before the concussion problems, that to me spells the path to greatness. So he would be my keep in this situation. Of these three guys, um, I, I don't think he has the, the easiest path to end as the wide receiver one for their team. I don't think he'll out-target Tyreek Hill, whereas Devonta Smith, I, I think Devonta Smith could into this season, it wouldn't shock me if he ended up with more targets than A.J. Brown. If he was more the possession sure. guy and A.J. Brown was more of the deep threat. But uh, I'm going to take just the, the freakish athleticism. Uh, Higgins is great. Devonta Smith is great. But they aren't the athlete that Jalen Waddell is. I can make an easier case. for, Like you said, he may be the possession guy, Devontae Smith. He can make big plays too. But I can at least make a case where like Dallas Goddard was missing for time, some of the year. They can build an offense around three targets in this law. You know, I can't make that case for the Miami situation. He'd be my keep as well, Mike. Where do you weigh in? For me, it is, it's T Higgins. And <clears throat> I won't argue that Waddle, like T Higgins doesn't, isn't as fast as Waddle and he can't be the yards after catch uh, player that, that Jalen Waddle is. But I think Higgins is a tremendous wide receiver. And this is, I'm going to bet on the passing offense where the numbers for the Eagles and Jalen Hurts, ascension last year it was tremendous I mean he was on pace believe if you know if you prorate him out to 17 games he would have hit the 4,000 yard mark but he's in the mid-20s in passing touchdowns meanwhile Joe Burrow is going to be touching up against 5,000 yards and Joe Burrow could throw 40 plus touchdowns this year so I I want a I want the piece of that offense where they, they all have built in should the number one miss time they, these guys get a huge elevation, um, but I'll, I'll take T. Higgins, and it's it's hard to you know like just just full box score hunt and look and try and find who was better because Higgins has all these games where he played but didn't actually play because he either got he left the game after one snap or after like half of the first quarter. So I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with T. Higgins who went in games when they were playing. Jamar Chase was hitting about a 27% target share. T. Higgins was about 21%. Give me 21% of Joe Burrow's uh, – Joe Burrow passing the ball over like 24-25 for Devonta Smith, and I, I think it still works out for Higgins. It, it's wild because uh, if you look at one of the metrics we have on the site is consistency, which we're looking at the percentage of games in a wide receiver's case where they exceed 10.5 points in the last 17 games played. Waddle and Higgins are identical. They both are at 58.8%. And that includes Higgins being knocked out of games. Sure, sure. And Waddle as well, uh, who, yeah, who missed yeah. a few. But Devontae Smith's consistency is up at 64.7%. Um, you mentioned the higher target share. He also had higher red zone targets. Like That's the one area where Jalen Waddle was very deficient compared to the other two. Waddle just had eight of them, whereas uh, the other two were at 12 and 13. So... Look, you're not going to go wrong with these yeah, players. They're all great. 
Um, I think the biggest risk is probably the injury risk to Tua that could impact Waddle. Yeah, Waddle is is riskier, I think, than the other guys, but because of that. But but he finished at seven last. Yeah, time. he was already yeah. the wide receiver seven. I mean, these these three guys are all great, and they're all going around the same spot in your draft. So you're just going to have to pick one. You're not getting both unless they're you know right by a turn and and you go with that. And here's a fun fact: all three of these players they played in the 2019 national championship game in college. Very interesting. Yeah, yeah you said what? that so. Now, what Happily. What do you want me to do with that fun fact, Jason? I want you to know it. <laughs> that's it. That's the end of what you can do hey, with that. Yeah, that's okay sometimes. Sometimes it's just good to know stuff. <laughs> so, like, if I'm on Jeopardy. Right. And then they say these three players, and I'm like, oh, who was in the 2019 championship Has the show game? Jeopardy single-handedly made those facts okay to just give to people? I think. Like, without that excuse, you'd be like, well, I could be on Jeopardy one day. I'm glad I yeah, know that now. you got to store all the factoids you can store. All right. We are going to take a quick break, come back with some more Keep Trade Cut. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Hey, Foot Clan. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more of that precious time. The question is time for what? What would you do? Maybe more fantasy football? I don't know. If time was unlimited, how would you use it? Um, what would be the first thing you turn to if you had that extra hour? Uh, I think for me, I would often say maybe I'd finally read that book I wanted to read. Maybe it's uh, being there for a friendship that you haven't been able to be there for. And the best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's actually important to you so that you can make those things a priority and therapy can help you figure that out. A therapist can guide you through the process of defining your values and understanding your priorities, and then you know what things you can spend time on and what will really fulfill you. Otherwise, you will be left wishing, like all of us, that we have more time. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. BetterHelp offers convenient, affordable online therapy that comes to you. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn how to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash footballers today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash footballers. I didn't notice Jason had his Yellowstone Dutton Ranch shirt on today. Oh, well, he's ready. One of his most prized I was possessions. A, I was a man yesterday with my tire, <laughs> and so I felt like I could... Oh, yeah. You know, you wrangle totally, some cattle. You could handle Montana. Oh, no, yeah. No problem. One spare tire, next stop, <laughs> rancher. <laughs> I'm sorry, ranchers out there. Um, Jason also thinks he can land a plane, no problem. So I'm I would not worry sure. about this. Uh, keep trade cut. Damian Pierce, Isaiah Pacheco, Rashad White. Uh, this is a group of running backs that are being drafted very close together. Question marks galore. Um, I am. Let me start it this way before you give me your keep trade cut. Because I don't know if I know your answer. Who do you think is the genuine most talented player of the three? Damian Pierce. Damian Pierce. Okay, I think I side that that side too. I side that side. Yeah, yeah, that's normal. I, you know, th this is where when you listen to the show, you get a little bit more context of of how we view players and their range of outcomes versus just linear rankings. You know, when I look at who I would keep from this bunch, I'm thinking about these are these are later round, you, you know, later drafted running backs, and I'm looking at the ceiling case. Now, I've spoken recently against Damian Pierce. My expectation is that he is going to massively lose volume. Um, as a day three running back to Devin Singletary, who uh, the new coaching staff brought in and is a very good running back. And you made a very compelling case. I mean, highlighting that sheer volume is what got him there last year. I think he only had four touchdowns. He would have to go massively up in touchdowns to kind of be what he was last year. Right. And, so, and he has a rookie quarterback this year. Yeah, there, there's a lot of things, the reasons that I've spoken against him, but – as I believe he is the most talented of these three, just as far as like if I'm a general manager in the NFL and I want to grab one of these backs, I think Damian Pierce showed a lot on film that was good. So if I'm grabbing someone as my RB3, I am looking for upside there. Um, there's a clear path of upside for Isaiah Pacheco, Rashad White, and Damian Pierce. You can make the narrative for any of them. 
um, whether it's the the team they're on, the situation. You know, Isaiah Pacheco gets to play for the Chiefs, have more touchdown opportunities, and Rashad White is far more all alone than these other guys and could just volume his way. But in the end, I'm going to I'm going to lean towards talent. I think Damian Pierce would actually be my keep out of these three guys just because if one of them were to hit um I I think it would be Damian Pierce. I don't expect any of these guys to hit. I I, I am more of a cut cut cut. Uh, but that's not the game we're playing here. We're playing keep trade cuts. So you I'm, wish. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to keep Damian Pierce here. Are we are we underestimating the potential for Damian Pierce to fill in some of that that volume difference with third down work? Where we, I mean, he unlike Pacheco, who had I think twenty targets on the year. It, I mean, it will be they but, have Jerick McKinnon, like, right? McKinnon. Yeah, so Pacheco's not going to do that. But Damian Pierce had a a good stretch from the bye week on, where he in games not knocked out, he was on pace for fifty eight targets, forty one receptions. We talked about them clearing out that room a little bit. Um, and Rex Burkhead, while he wasn't super involved in the rushing game last year, he was involved in the passing game. So uh, Rexy's gone. Damian Pierce has has opportunity there. Yeah, I think that's true. And and if talent wins, if talent finds itself on the field, that could be a path. I I only brought that up because Rashad Waite's case is entirely PPR, right? Yes. It's entirely pass catching. Efficiency wasn't there last year on the ground. We're all holding our breath. They don't add another running back to the room. They might not. I mean, if they if they're heading for the top five, they if yeah, they're why? if their Trask plan, their Baker plan, is going to end with a new quarterback. Why add a Why add a Zeke or somebody? You're not exactly. competing. Zeke's not signing there. Yeah, he look uh, for Rashad White. His like the number one threat to touches for Rashad White is Chase Edmonds, who is now on. What is third team in less than things, a calendar year? Really turned for Chase. They Edmonds. did, yeah. They he was, he was very good in Arizona. He, he had he had his flashes. Miami had Denver, the opportunity. Now had the opportunity to be Miami's primary guy. That got shut down. He got beat out by a what a thirty plus year old Raheem Mostert gets cut. I was he cut or he traded? prefers to be called Raheem Mostert. By the way, Raheem Mostert. Yeah, not thirty plus year old. Raheem oh, Mostert. sure. It's kind of how I would go about my life. Yes. Like Jason doesn't want to be known as 40-year-old right. Jason Moore. 40-plus. Yeah, 40-plus-year-old. Right. 40 yeah. 40 yeah, no, I don't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so stop that. <laughs> but but so so Chase Edmonds goes to the Denver Broncos. I mean, he's, that does not – yeah, okay, so he was traded to Denver. That does not speak highly of a player getting onto the field. like just He couldn't catch the, in Miami. He could catch in Arizona. Yeah, so it, it was very strange what happened to him. But I even though the passing attempts are going to go – way down from where they were for Rashad White and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I still think he's going to be super-duper involved. And it's like the, Pacheco won't have receptions. And unfortunately, he's while he's on a higher-powered offense, maybe the highest-powered in the league, they like to throw all their touchdowns. They just I, – I don't know since Patrick Mahomes has been there, like what has been an actual good rushing touchdown mark since Kareem Hunt? And Damian Pierce I, – I, Devin Singletary will get him off the field more than people want, more than the Pierce truthers would hope. And so this is a, I want pure volume here, baby. Give me the, give me that half point of that full point bump each time he catches the ball. So you're keeping I'll, Rashad. I'm going to keep Rashad White. Uh, yeah, Rashad White is is very interesting because with Leonard Fournette gone, volume is guaranteed for Rashad White. He just really looked not good at football last year in his opportunity, which is surprising because he you know his athletic profile is good and he he received so many opportunities it could have been a scheme thing where it could have been his mentor at the time was Leonard Fournette and <laughs> yeah. Fournette was showing saying this is how you do it this is how you get so much volume and then you're just really inefficient with it yeah that's that's fair I mean honestly a lot of the dump offs were probably you know if I'm a, if I'm a defense playing against Tom Brady last year I know what he's gonna do I know he's going to be checking this ball down, and I'm going to be sitting there waiting, ready to tackle the the running back there. So um, he, he's interesting. I think that right now the running back, um, if I'm keeping Damian Pierce, I think most people are more excited about Pacheco than Rashad White. He would be my trade. Rashad White would be my cut just because people – I'm going to flip that. I think more people are into Rashad White really? than Pacheco. Yeah. Let's take an ADP gander. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, I mean, you you could be right. I, I, I think I I'd be more know. excited about the Chiefs in general. But um, yeah, I don't know. I'm seeing a Cly- <laughs> I see Clyde Edwards Alaire in these best ball drafts in the very very last round now, and it's. Rashad, Rashad White and Isaiah Pacheco are back-to-back in ADP right now. Rashad White is ahead. Okay. So, so I'm going to trade Rashad White too, it's Mike. It's tight. Um, yeah, I'd go. You're not going to get much, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll trade for him, though. All right. Let's. Uh, let's who, who was your keep, Andy? My keep is Pierce. Okay. Yeah. Uh, DK Metcalf. Okay, we'll go cross-positional here. Brooks is scheming up something difficult. DK Metcalf, Mark Andrews, Najee Harris, keep trade cut. Uh, we've talked about these players recently, especially DK Metcalf. Um, Mark Andrews, I know you guys have been all about it. Yeah, did you hear the, the latest the latest quote from Mark Andrews? Oh, I don't even know if I don't even know if we can say it on I this don't podcast. Know. <laughs> Oh, is this the one you guys posted earlier today? I, I'm i just the messenger. You're just I mean, relaying the, news. Yeah. Okay, so read it as a quote, not as you're, you saying it. Okay, I gotta, I'll go just find read it. Just read it really yeah. straight. Okay, like, hold on. Let me, like a news reporter. <laughs> like somebody with integrity. So maybe not I, that. But I have, to pull up my, I have to pull up the tweet because this is the type of thing that you- No, you don't want to get this you wrong. You cannot get this thing incorrect. These aren't your words. These are your not words. your words. Okay. These, are the, these are the words of Mark Andrews. Okay. Uh, quote. You. Quote, Mark Andrews, very serious. Can you get serious. the spotlight on Mike, please? Yeah, very serious. Just so that we get very the serious. quote. Uh, Mark Andrews, when talking about Lamar Jackson, his balls are incredible. <laughs> He's putting the balls on the money. Okay. That's it. Thank that's you. it. No, that's, a, that's quote. a direct quote. <laughs> and we'll just leave it there. Was that, I just want to remember, was that his balls are incredible? Yes. <laughs> okay, good. And, not just incredible. And on, on the, money. the money, yeah, because some people it's just one, yeah. right? <laughs> Which that's embarrassing. Sometimes you've got them only on the money, but they're not but they're incredible. Not incredible. Yeah. They're mediocre, but they're on the money. That's an Alex Smith. Oh man, <laughs> we are oh, poor Alex. Why well, gotta drag him into this mess? <laughs> he just—it wasn't incredible. It was, it was on the money. So, anyways, uh, that's impacting your view of Mark Andrews, um, Metcalf Andrews. Najee Harris, what are your thoughts? Keep trade cut. Oh, we're back. Um, yeah, so these are three players, um, you know, if, that I think everybody wants, right? This is a keep, keep, keep situation, um, for me at least. I know a lot of people are O-U-T on Najee Harris. Um, I, I think he's going to have an absolutely excellent season. He'll be a top 12 running back in fantasy for sure. I think he'll be top 10. Um, Mark Andrews might be my favorite pick in all of fantasy though right now because you know we, we I've talked a little bit about how uh overboard the Travis Kelsey uh, hype is on ADP he's you know the fifth pick right now in underdog drafts on average I've seen him in a real draft go as high as number 2 overall um and when I look at building rosters I, I completely recognize the advantage that having a stud tight end provides you, and Kelsey is the only 100% lock guarantee minus injury to be that, but I love my roster with a first-round wide receiver or running back paired with a third-round Mark Andrews much more than the opposite, and spending up for Travis Kelsey and having a third-round running back, you know, uh, take Najee here. If you were saying, would you rather have Travis Kelsey – and Najee Harris, or would you rather have um, Austin Eckler and Mark Andrews? I would rather take Eckler for the upside with Andrews. So Andrews is my keep for sure. That example makes sense. Who was the example? Kelsey and yeah. Najee? Yeah, and uh, or Eckler and Andrews. Well, I don't draft Najee. That's just a kind of a right. So okay. it's so a policy. It should be I an easy layup for you. I just, I I I think I'd prefer taking Andrews there in that situation. If I didn't have a tight end, obviously, and I'm taking the shot at the top end. But I do like. I mean, I like some of the other tight ends that I like. I don't think the Andrews case is a 100 percent guarantee that you're happy with the pick. That's my. That's been our only difference is that I see the route. I mean, I see the path. We've seen it for years. I just don't think it's a hundred percent. You're going to be happy with taking him in the third round. 
partially because he's he's been banged out before, partially because they've added a lot of other weapons, and I I think he needs touchdowns to do it. Like, still that case, Eckler versus Najee paired with Kelsey versus Andrews, I'd prefer that. Yeah, it's, it's all of these. Could I have Eckler and Metcalf though? Because yeah, in this yes, situation, all the, I could do that. These are all three third round players so yeah you could end up where you you took dk metcalf so can i have all three that's i, I mean like, you could but you would that means you're drafting Najee and, and metcalf in like the first mm, and second that's round that's a good point that's a good point so who is your keep here mine is mark andrews i'm gonna keep andrews and i will trade dk metcalf i'm gonna trade Najee and uh, cut dk metcalf yeah i'm gonna yeah i'm, I'm gonna cut Najee. <laughs> i'm gonna trade andrews i'll keep metcalf because i got him ranked uh too high as they say <laughs> <laughs> That's that is what they say. Um, all right, Keenan Allen, Calvin Ridley, Hollywood Brown. Oh baby, wow! Three wide receivers being drafted close together. Three players <laughs> we have back to back to back in our <laughs> rankings. Jason talked about Calvin Ridley when he took him in our recent mock draft episode. If you haven't seen it, go check it out YouTube. You can see the whole board. Keenan Allen. Yeah. Um I know Kyle would take Keenan Allen. In any and all circumstances. Uh, we know he ended strong. I, I'm tired of small samples with Keenan Allen. It's not always small. Small samples. Yeah, Keenan Allen always gives you real nice tight samples. No. Yeah. Yeah. But um, as, a, as a, an experiential Keenan Allen manager, it's not always been a fun ride, Mike. I mean, 2021 For was... instance, he... Ruined my year last year. <laughs> okay, yes. Yeah, so, I mean, that's a for instance. Yes. La last year, yes, I get it. Uh, but 2021, wide receiver 14 in 16 games. I mean, that's that, uh, he means he only didn't appear in one game. The year before that, 2020, the wide receiver 14 in 14 games. I mean, it's uh, he's he, he has also, been he missed, on. He missed the championship game that year. He also missed in the middle of the year. He's fine. He's fine. Oh, you can't think too much of him, or he will hurt you. Uh, that's that's fair. They did draft uh, Mike Williams' replacement. Yes, Quentin Johnston. <laughs> yes, Quentin Johnston is not a Keenan Allen type of a player. They can't throw the ball to Johnston and Keenan Allen on the same play. Right. That's why it will go to Keenan Allen. They did not have viable options outside of. I mean, they just didn't have them last year. Right. Joshua Palmer was the lead wide receiver that. Really never delivered on it. He was kind of like, okay, you're all alone. You give me a mediocre performance. Yeah, but but a wide receiver, small sample, of course, but from week 11 on, he jumped in and he was averaging uh, over 75 yards per game for, for that time spent. Yes, short. What about the games he was out? How much was he averaging? Though he was getting you zero, but at the same time, you knew that he was out. False. So I played him, and he got himself hurt again in one of those. He <laughs> okay. re-injured the hamstring immediately. So in, in one of those. But the majority of when he missed, you knew he was going to miss. So this you could just pure you could replace. Burns. It oh, really is. I, I mean, it's, I did Keenan, not. Keenan, give me Keenan Allen all day. Here, here's the thing. Hollywood Brown, we got a wild cards episode coming up. Range of outcomes. Hollywood Brown was in contention for me. Because I don't know what the heck's going on in Arizona. Hollywood Brown could go anywhere from a, a, t a wide receiver 12 to wide receiver 35. Yeah, I mean, so that's a hard pick here. I think Keenan is safer. The first six weeks last year, he was the wide receiver six, averaging eighty-one yards a game. Marquise Hollywood Brown was. I mean, that, you can't be much better than that. Now, granted, that was without DeAndre Hopkins, but also granted, Hopkins is gone. That was a nice Keenan Allen style sample size that you used for him too. Yeah, well, that one made sense because <laughs> that was where you know was where Hopkins was was yeah. was, uh, was absent. We don't know the health of Kyler Murray. When I look at these three players, I think. Who's got the highest ceiling? I'm going to assume right now that that Kyler Murray is not ready week one. And if that's the case, I don't think Marquise Hollywood-Brown can have the highest ceiling. Calvin Ridley, who has already been a top five fantasy option, obviously hasn't played in a long time. It's yeah, huge I, don't, risk. I don't hear you complaining about Calvin Ridley giving you zero points, Andy, huge. for two straight years. First of all, I've not spoken on <laughs> Calvin Ridley yet. A lot of risk with Calvin Ridley. Far more risk than I would say either of the other players. However... His ceiling to me with Trevor Lawrence, if he develops into the one, I think he's got the highest ceiling. But the keep, when you factor in the ceiling and the risk, is Keenan Allen. That's it's, what I'm keeping. It's hard for me to not. <laughs> Are you really? Yeah, I am. All this anti-Keenan talk. I don't, you can keep him, but then be reset in the right mindset for him. Yeah, he, he is extremely. He's not finishing in the top 12. He's not going to do that. 
I that think is, he very well that, could. That's what I'm going to tell you. When I he, will make you whatever bet you want. He's not going to do it. For Keenan? Yeah. Okay. If he, he hasn't does done it, it since 2019. He's he, not doing it this year when he get, as he gets older. How if, old is he? 51 he, years old. <laughs> 51. No, he's 31. Did you know that Keenan Allen's about a year and a half older than Calvin Ridley? I am not arguing for Calvin Ridley. I'm arguing that Keenan cannot finish inside the top 12. That's all. He's not doing it. He, He'll be great. He if you can. want wide receiver, like 16. When he came back from his hamstring injury, oh. I'm just saying he was the wide receiver five from that point on the rest of the season. He averaged averaged 15 fantasy points a game yes. in a half PPR. Little bitty baby stretch. New offensive coordinator. Yeah, upgrade. Uh, not necessarily for him. Oh, it is. It is necessarily. Because Didn't Mike I, Williams miss a bunch of time in that in that stretch? He oh, and like games. he won't again. <laughs> Come Quentin <on>. Johnson <laughs> is there. This is this Jalen Guyton is back. This is a keep Keenan Allen, uh, and if we're man. all keeping Keenan Allen, then the trade has to be Calvin Ridley because I could tell you in drafts there's it's always sweaty a, in here. There's always a believer. Um, Calvin Ridley, you know, a lot of times goes higher than the average league would think he would go, but that's because you know there's always those players that all it takes is one person to believe that they are going to hit their potential. And, and if one person in your league believes that, he's going to trade a lot for him. He's going to draft him really high. He's going to call his shot. Are you in my league? Am I in your league? I am in Okay, then, then I'm trading Calvin Ridley. Okay. Yeah. Because I believe. Yeah, you do. I mean, it, it is a leap. Calvin Ridley belief is a big leap. Because there's a, there's a middle ground here. There's not Calvin booms and Calvin busts. There's also Calvin's just Zay Jones level. They don't dislike their current crew. Yeah, that would be a bust, though. If if he was Zay for Jones. For you, yeah. Well, for whoever drafts him where he's going in ADP, you would be very disappointed. You you need him to be the number one in that offense. If, if he's he was, Christian Kirk last year, are you happy? I think that's a little bit more neutral. Yeah. Okay. No, you're not happy. You're not there's happy your, unless there's he... There's your, like, middle of the road. Yeah, that's fair. Um, But, uh, yeah, so I, I guess we're all keeping Keenan. Yeah. Trading Calvin. And cutting Marquis Hollywood Ew, Brown. Yeah, probably. That feels bad. That's just because you're a Cardinal fan. No, no, I'm not. It's it's you're because yeah, give <laughs> yeah. it up. Yeah, I uh, quit for my health. I, you know how you can put like a subscription on pause. Oh yeah, I'm doing that with the Cardinal fandom until they come out of this. Uh, it's the same place I'm roaming in Diablo Four. That's where the Cardinals are right now. <laughs> Trust the process. They're down in the bottom. Um, let's do some mailbag. Bag. All right. Uh, say these words about Keenan Allen. I, they're not. You monster. Hey, 2019 called. He wants your takes back. Yeah. Was that when I was mad at him? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah, it was. You, you've had some scars, hey, hey, too. To be fair, Keenan Allen didn't tell you to play him in the championship game. No. but he's So he's done this to both of us? Yeah, he's Keenan Allen. It'll be we're my like, turn this we're year, We're like guys. the scorned lovers. We can't go back. Look, Keenan will get you. This is what he's going to yeah. do. But he's great. He's so likable when ah, he's healthy. Yeah. All right, into the mailbag we go. I want people to send in their voicemail questions. And they can do that by dialing 302-464-TFFB, Redraft, Dynasty, whatever it is, commissioner questions, league questions. Maybe you've got some funny business going on in your league and you want us to, like, Speak into that person's life. We can do that. Jason's very, very good at that. I am pretty much a therapist, not licensed, but super good at it. Are you bonded? And insured, yes. Okay. He's not licensed, only bonded. Yeah. Um, so you can go to the website as well, click the submit a question button, or do dial that voicemail hotline, 302-464-TFFB. First question here, Instagram, from Chris. Deontay Johnson or Hollywood in a dynasty league? They're it's, about the same age. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take Hollywood. I am as well. I am as well. That was easy. All right. Instagram question: Nick, <laughs> dynasty trade trade away Devontae for picks 107 and 108. Ooh. Oh, that's a no for me, dog. 107 and 108. So this is usually I guess give me the, some names. Usually that would be um, if it's single quarterback, you're talking about Zay Flowers and Anthony Richardson. That's correct. That's for my the, guess. You'd, for the seven, you'd be trading Devonte Adams for Zay Flowers and Devonte, uh, or and <laughs> and uh, 
Anthony Richardson. If this is a two QB or super flex, then you're looking at probably two high end wide let's, receivers. Let's you're keep it Addison and you know Johnston maybe Howard, yeah. Um well we'll keep it we'll keep it to one quarterback for the purposes of answering this question here, since he did not specify Superflex. Is it worth Zay Flowers and Anthony Richardson? To me it is not. No, I don't think so. Those are two there's a chance it works out for sure. Oh yeah, I mean, uh, the the thing is, is when you're trading someone like Devonte Adams, you you want to make sure you're getting something great back. I would prefer to grab a wide receiver that I saw enough on, of on the NFL field to believe in. Whether that's you know trying to uh, trade him for someone like uh, Traylon Burks, who I believe in. You know, I, I I felt like I saw enough on the NFL field where I can get him maybe plus something if if that team is in their championship window. Um, Zay Flowers we have haven't seen yet. Anthony Richardson. It, it, these are just two gambles. Does and, Brooks have Devonte in a dynasty league? Yes, sir. Would you trade him away for those two assets? No, I would not. Not I. I have yeah. to have a proven player back in the deal. Well, is Dotson proven enough? Have you got Dotson in the one hundred and seven? That's right there, I, and okay. I, I would probably wuss out and keep Adams. Okay, but, that, but that's just me. Yeah. So the way to be the, honest. The question for me on Adams is, how long? Did, how much longer does Devontae Adams have have left? And is there a chance that that Devontae Adams is in fact a bust pick this year with all the Jimmy Garoppolo stuff going on? Look, Jimmy Garoppolo is has a has a bum foot right now. They've reworked his contract so that they can cut Jimmy Garoppolo if they need to and move on. I don't know where they're going to move on to, but let's say it is still Jimmy Garoppolo and he ends up being the quarterback. Number one is Jimmy Garoppolo uh, enough. I mean, how would where do you see him? You know, as in a lateral or a downgrade from from what Derek Carr did for him. And then on top of that, if Jimmy Garoppolo is the starting quarterback and is like just starting to practice during the preseason. Does that freak you out enough to to bail on Devonta Adams for twenty three? I'm not bailing. I, I Adams put up seven for one fifty three and two on the final real week of the season with a backup quarterback. He was doubted all last year going into the Derek Carr discussion. Um, he's got two. He, he did two do great that. Yes. Years left. He did go one fifty three and two. The uh, the two games right before that though he went two for fifteen and four for twenty eight. Well, so I, it, I'm making the point about a different quarterback. Right. But every I'm, every every wide receiver can have a bad game. Those were with Derek Carr, weren't they? I'm going to vet that. I don't remember when Carr. I got thought pulled. his only game that he came and played with the backup was was Week 17, was week uh, 17 and 18. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, look, I just gave you my opinion. I, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not bailing on Adams yet, and I'm not. I don't want to get muddied down with trying to hyper analyze whether it's Jimmy G or somebody else. I mean, Devontae Adams will tell you to throw him the football, and you will listen to him. That's what these quarterbacks and do. And you will succeed when you do so. Right. Yeah. There, there are you was, in this boat or would you are you afraid? Uh I mean there's there's obviously a clear path to him busting if if um if it's a downgrade at quarterback and the touchdowns don't come and he's, you know, dinking and dunking and they're not downfield targets like it was with Derek Carr. Yeah, Devontae Adams could be a disappointment for where you're drafting him right now, which is the back of the first round, maybe early second round in some leagues. Uh, it, it could be disappointing, but I'm not betting against Devontae Adams. I'm I'm betting that he's going to get a 30-plus percent target share and that he's going to be really, really good, just like he has always been, and succeed because, you know, there's a reason he's one of the highest-paid wide receivers in the NFL. It's because he's really good. Yeah, so I I'm, was bringing that up or more in context of this question of if you think that there's a chance that Devontae Adams – has a subpar year this year because of the quarterback and the struggle just overall of the team, and then you're in the kind of the thinking of, well, Devontae Adams has two, maybe three. Three years would be really stretching it. If, he's, if he is high-level Devontae Adams in three years, that would be surprising. I think he'll still be in the league and productive, but I don't think when he's 33, th going on 34, that he's going to be the dominant player that he is right now. So I just... I think maybe there is a world where you're looking at I got to get out from Devontae Adams, even though it it is a little bit – it's probably too early right now. But when you're playing Dynasty, 
and you have this type of a player, sometimes it's it is better to be out one year early, get the huge haul in for the, the trade replacement, than to be one year too late and well, for sure and live in that disappointment. I, I, I mean, don't hear what I'm not saying. I think Devonte Adams is going to have a good year, and if I have him in dynasty, I'm 100% trying to sell him. I'm going and I'm looking at the other. You know, depending on depending on my situation, if I'm would you trade Hollywood one, on your team that you want to compete with this year for Devonte Adams? Would you do that deal? You got a 26 year old, 26.9 year old Hollywood. You have a wide receiver room. You got a running wow. back. Wow, you want yeah, to compete? There you go. That's, oh my, that's goodness. push come to shove stuff. That is push come to shove because I I could I that could would compete, help. I could that, compete this year, but I feel like I'm a, win I am a star wide receiver away, and so I would do that trade to hopefully push me over the wow See, I, I time, mean that well time so can that, be such a distraction in dynasty trades it really can because you're never going to win a championship if you don't have the best players scoring the most points <laughs> right. I mean, it's just the right that's one of the fundamental one, tenets one of, of the, the things you need and so that is that is very very interesting. what if i told you jason right now team champ 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 is receiving an offer of hollywood brown for our Devonte adams uh, we're champ, champ, champ. Yeah, that's what I said. So we're going for <laughs> we got a, a champ, 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 champ. But you think that 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 going forward with with Devonte Adams is that much better than moving forward with Hollywood Brown? Look, I know that this is a personal um, league situation for yes. just you and I, Mike. But we're riding They're this the thing into two. the ground. I mean, we're, we are taking our old men, our Travis Kelsey, our Derrick Henry, our Devontae Adams. It's not how I usually play Dynasty, but when you've won three championships in a row, you keep going until they all just are dead and gone, and we go, we'll build it back up like a phoenix from the ashes. Have so, you tried trading away all your future picks? Oh, we should look into that. I think we're going to need them. Yeah, that's your new path. You want the fourth? I've got other hot tips if you want to add me as a third manager. All right, we're going to wrap it up. That is it for today's episode of the show. Thank you for joining us. Thank you to Al and the judge, Inducers Alley, and the new guy, Justin Rapp. <laughs> Here's this guy. See you later, everybody. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Fantasy Footballers Podcast. Join our fantasy football community on jointhefoot.com. And follow us on Twitter at the FF Ballers. Oh, hey, you're still there. This is Andy. How you doing? Uh, why don't you take a second? Head over to jointhefoot.com. Consider supporting our independent podcast. You get exclusive access to bonus episodes of the show every week. Uh, you get access to a community of 30,000-plus like-minded fantasy football players, and you get access to special tools. They help you win every week. You can learn more about our community at jointhefoot.com.